Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red red wine to pina coladas. My name is Allie, and I'm your host on this fantastic Friday. Today is Friday, March 3rd. This is episode 32, and today is a free-for-all Friday show. Also, holy cow, guys, can you believe we're already at the end of the first week of March? Crazy. I'd like, this is bananas. It feels like we are so close to the start of the year and yet so far away all at the same time. Anyways, on today's show, we're talking all about my top five favorite bar books. These are books I can't live without. Even when I moved out west for work last year and had super limited space, weight restrictions are also a bummer, these are the books I absolutely had to take. Now, these ones are specific to cocktailing. Uh, We'll do wines later on, but these ones are specific to cocktails, um, and they are not specific to spirits either. So, let's jump on it. Alrighty. So, the first book isn't really a cocktail book, but it's a book that's helped me to understand how different flavors interact with each other, as well as what flavors go well together. Um, or what ones don't go well together. It's called the Flavor Bible. Now, this is a big book. Seriously, guys, it's large and heavy, but it's so worth it. I refer to it all the time when I'm working on new cocktails or when I'm pairing wine and food, though I do also have What to Drink with What You Eat by the same authors, which is completely dedicated to wine and food pairing. Um, I will say that this is a great book if you are an avid cook as well, or you're just learning to cook, um, because it does help you out with what foods and flavor profiles match well together and what ones really don't. Uh, This book has a super simple structure to follow. Each flavor is laid out with several flavors that match well with it and some to avoid um, putting with that flavor. So for example, um, If you look at apples, it'll list a whole bunch of flavors that go well with apples, and then a few that you really should avoid um, trying to put with an apple. So it just kind of depends on what you're looking for with that one. The book is laid out in alphabetical order, which makes it so much easier to find a flavor versus trying to find it it within its quote-unquote family of flavors. Um, So instead of looking for say time under the letter T, that's a whole lot easier than if you were looking under herbs, subcategory woody herbs. It's a lot easier in a pinch. It's a lot faster when you're trying to get things done. Um, All right. So my favorite part of this book, how well it honestly breaks things down. So for example, if you wanted to know what worked with pepper, and you flipped to the letter P, you would find a whole subset of categories. Black, green as in peppercorns, red, white, bell, refer to bell pepper, chili, refer to chili peppers, papadou chilies, or papadou peppers, bequilo peppers, or Spanish peppers. It has it all laid out there for you. And honestly, guys, I didn't even know those last three were even real peppers, Um, I've definitely heard of a Spanish onion, but I've never heard of a Spanish pepper before. So it's pretty comprehensive. It's a great guide. Um, The authors are Karen Page and Andrew Dornenberg, if anybody's looking to look it up. 
Um, it is seriously a great book. And like I said, I refer back to it all the time. And I have several friends that also refer back to their copies. Book number two, The Bar Book by Jeffrey Morgenthaler. This is a much smaller book, but boy, oh boy, is it densely packed with all kinds of info. Everything from bar tools you'll want to have to different syrups. It does include a few cocktails, though admittedly not many of them. This is more of a technique-based book, so it's going to teach you how to do things and what techniques to use versus being an actual recipe book. The recipes it does list are very comprehensive and they're kind of, I wouldn't call them basic cocktails, but they're definitely like classic cocktails to know and classic cocktails that you can use to build other cocktails from. So it gives us a very simple way to make a stirred cocktail, to make a shaken cocktail, and to make built cocktails, and then you can kind of build on your experiences from those there. Now, Jeffrey Morgenthaler is another one of our OGs of the cocktail renaissance. Um, so he's definitely has a lot of knowledge. His knowledge bank is huge and he presents everything in a very easy to understand way. So you can definitely tell that this guy has worked in a lot of cocktail bars, um, where he was probably in charge of training some staff and maybe not all of them had, um, bar experience before working for him. The bar book is definitely one of the first cocktail books that I bought. And for sure, one of the easiest and kind of beginner ones that I have. Um, but I think it's a great book. And if you're getting into cocktails and you want a little bit more um, of a theory read that's not super hard to get through, this is a great book to read. My favorite part of this book, any recipe that he includes for unique ingredients. Example, lemoncello or true, real, straight up fermented ginger beer. There's an actual recipe on how to make ginger beer in this book with photos. It also shows, again with photos, exactly how to shake a cocktail, or at least what would be considered a best practice for shaking. Since we all learn kind of the same basic shake and then develop our own personal style from there as far as kind of like how we shake that feels comfortable for us and how we move and maybe like mechanically you have something that doesn't work. Um, so it's kind of a cool book that way as well. Next up, The Cocktail Codex by Death & Co. So Death & Co. is a New York-based bar. They now have a location in Denver and they just opened one in Los Angeles um, as well. Um, they do or did um, a bunch of pop-up style events across the U.S. And I believe they've gone globally with them as well. So they kind of take their bar style to other places and they have a little pop-up and they appear for one or two nights and you can try their cocktails and then you can go home and back to your regular cocktail bar and say, hey, you guys should be a little bit different. They are seriously an institution in your cocktail, cocktail scene and for sure the number one stop on my imaginary itinerary for my bake believe trip to New York City that I'll probably not take because New York City is a big city. I don't like big cities so much, guys. So Codex is the second book that the Death & Co. group has published. Um, so the owners of the bar group publish the book, but they also include a lot of recipes from their staff, which is really, really cool. Um, so it's very inclusive, and it's not just top-down. There are recipes from all of their staff, um, even stuff that are no longer with them. 
I think, though, that this book is much easier to follow than their first, which is coincidentally called Death and Co. And yes, I own them both. Death and Co. Um, kind of goes through more of cocktails that are specific to them and what made them famous and kind of lists how they came about and their general day-to-day activities in the bar. This one is a little bit more recipe-driven and a little bit more basic recipe-driven, but it's not a beginner-beginner book. So this book is arranged by family of cocktail. So things like the martini, the whiskey highball, the flip. Um, I love, love, love this book for that reason. So it gives you a family. There's only six families of cocktails and it's so easy to follow along and to kind of figure things out. Um, and you can kind of see piece together why similar certain cocktails taste kind of similarly while being completely different because they're within the same family. The only thing I don't love about this book is that every once in a while, there's of course some hard to find ingredients which is a little disappointing and a complete bummer, but that's probably just me because again, like I said, and I've said, and I will always say, I live in a small marketplace. It can be hard to get certain ingredients. It's a super great tool though, to learn about riffing or modifying cocktails. So that's where we take like one recipe and we change something out and we get a different cocktail by doing that. This book, um, this book's laid out with the classic kind of eat, parent recipe, um, then it presents you with variations on that recipe. So once you know how to make an old fashioned, which is coincidentally chapter one, you can experiment with the core. So that being the spirit, something like the Oaxaca old fashioned, which subs in mezcal, you can experiment with the sugar. You can experiment with the seasoning or the bitters, um, that you're going to add and see how it changes and how it creates a different cocktail while still being the same cocktail. Favorite part of this book? Each chapter ends with a giant spiderweb of all the different variations. They're super visual. In case you haven't noticed, I love visual things. Um, But it makes it really easy because then you can be like, okay, I'm going to work through the daiquiri chapter. Yeah, they have a whole chapter on daiquiris. Your girl, so happy. And you can go, okay, I'm going to do these different variations and I'm going to work my way through that and then I'm going to move to the next one I'm going to work my way through that and you can kind of see it laid out visually on to book number four the difference guide okay so if I was saying that the flavor bible was big then the difference guide is an absolute tomb this thing was probably responsible for me being overweight when I flew out west (laughs) I kid you not it is massive it could probably be a doorstop it is probably three or four inches tall. So it's a big, thick book. Um, I have the 12th edition. There's just recently released the 13th edition though, um, which is awesome. It is a definitive collection of over uh, three or 4,000 cocktails. I love that there is a color photo of each and every drink. So when you make a drink, you can visually see if it looks like what it's supposed to look like because the picture's right there. Super handy. The downside, other than its massive physical size, is that the cocktails are all listed alphabetically by their name. And there's no way to cross-reference them by spirit, 
or juice or modifier or I want to find only blue cocktails or whatever your jam is that day. Now, admittedly, the Difference Guide website does do this for us, but I love the book and I love books in general. So it would be cool if there was some way to cross-reference them, maybe with like a colored dot or something. I don't know. You could probably figure it out. My favorite part of this book, though, it's sheer size and scope. If there's a cocktail name I've heard, I can flip to that letter and find it easy peasy and lemon squeezy. So, so simple. I really, really enjoy that part of it. Um, And like I said, you can back it up by finding things on their website as well. The fifth and final book is probably one that most people wouldn't think of, and it's by far the smallest of the books. It's called Cocktails of the Movies. Now, this is where I get a bunch of my pop culture references when we're talking about a specific cocktail um, on a podcast. It lists a bunch of cocktails. Um, It's a pretty small book. It's maybe only half an inch thick. Um, With stylized drawings of each cocktail, as well as of the character that drinks it in the movie, which is kind of fun. Each section also describes the scene in which the character drinks said cocktail, and it kind of sets you up for knowing the the drink a little bit. My favorite part about this book is that it's fun, legitimate amounts of fun. Um, As a serious cocktail enthusiast, sometimes you just need a fun book. And I own, like, tons of cocktailing books guys and this one is probably the one that is the most fun and the most like off the wall and offbeat except for maybe I have one called day drinking 50 cocktails for a mellow buzz that one's kind of fun too so like I said guys these are some of like my basic kind of intro favorites I do own like I said a lot of cocktail books I own one called Bar Chef though and there are no fewer than 15 steps to making cocktails in the Bar Chef guide. Bar Chef um, is a bar book by a specific producer. Hang on one sec. I'm just going to reach over and grab it. It is by Frankie Solerick and Frankie owns a bar by or a lounge in Toronto by the name of Bar Chef as well. And honestly, guys, I just don't have time for a 15-step cocktail, nor do I have half of the equipment that's listed in there. A canister for making whipped cream, like you put a CO2 cartridge in and you shake it. I don't, I don't know one of those. Probably never will. It can be kind of expensive. And if I'm only using it for one cocktail once in a blue moon, it's really not worth it for me to buy. So what's your favorite? Let me know, or if you have a different one from the five that I've listed, over at the website on episode 32's podcast page. That's the episode that you're listening to right now. To find that website, you're going to go to drinkswithally.com, and uh, it'll be right there. You can just simply Google Drinks with Allie. You can, if you would like to leave us a question, comment, or a show topic idea, you can do it on podcast 32's page. You can hit the contact section on the website, or you can send me an email directly at drinkswithally at gmail.com. And you can find us on social media on all of the platforms at drinkswithally. So that being Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe, TikTok, Pinterest, and Spotify, 
all of them there. We have all of those pages. They are all at Drinks with Allie. And if you could, guys, if you're really enjoying the show, I would appreciate it so much if you could give us a like or subscribe on iTunes. And if you could share this episode with somebody that you love, that would be really cool. Or even somebody that you hate. You just know they like cocktails. Either way, I'd be happy. So with that, guys, fill your glass with something tasty. We'll talk soon. Cheers, everyone.